Hi, this is Deep and this is Simar. You are listening to Glamour and Purpose podcast. So welcome. Hi everyone. We have a very special guest here today, Natamon Romero. Nat is a bar intensity trainer. She's a master trainer for bar intensity actually. And she specializes in corrective pre and postnatal exercises. So we are super excited to have Nat here to share more about fitness with you guys. So welcome Nat. Hi everyone. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to have you here. Join with us. So Nat, how did you get into your fitness journey? Actually, I start to go in fitness by dancing because I, I used to be a dance instructor and also the professional dancer for the artist in Thailand since I was in high school. And um, then I teach dance and performance in a singing and performance school in Thailand. And the instructor there um, introduced me like at that time back in 2004, it's the fitness to start booming. I mean, if somebody who lives in the U.S., you all may know 24-hour fitness, and they come to they they open it in Thailand, mm-hmm. and in that year 2004, they start to expand, and then they they try to find instructor, and I got auditioned to be instructor when I just um, start. In the university and after that I, I start teach dancing uh, fitness dance type first and then um, my boss they are they're all from Sydney and they, they feel like oh these kids like can speak English and can understand English a little bit so then, and 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 she seems strong so they, they try to like pull me in to try classes and see that which one that I would like and I and and which one that I would like to train. And the first fitness program that I'm into was um, body balance from Les Mills. Mm-hmm. So I teach Les Mills for like 10, 12 years. I teach body balance and after that I continue the journey with Les Mills with body, body steps, body jam. For dancing and in body balance there are the combination of yoga and pilates so i feel that i like it very much so then i go to take a yoga instructor course and um, teach yoga for a while after yoga course i take a pilates mat course and that's that's how you know like fitness education and fitness industry is something that it's never ends. It's like there are a lot of things to learn. So for me, it's just like I just keep learning and learning and like it more and more and more. And, and that's how I start my journey in, in fitness. And at the same time, when I work in fitness industry, I studies and after I graduate, I have my full-time job. I still work in my full-time job because I just can't imagine myself that how I can teach for eight hours or I feel like I just can't do that. So I, I need a full-time job or another job anyways. And I always work in a 
PR and marketing uh, business um, until I get married. I have to leave my full-time job and that's when I start to, you know, it's life-changing when you have to be a stay-at-home mom. We have to find something else to do. I'm not sure if should I go back to, to teach fitness because I do breastfeeding and the time might not right. I keep changing. I even like tell myself, I, 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 I love learning. So I, I love taking course. So for, for me, myself, like my husband will know that instead of like getting some luxury stuff, I will be like, okay, this birthday, I want this course. This birthday, I want this course. <laughs> I even have to end up in beauty course. I go to learn how to do makeup and hair, invest a lot of money on that. And I just feel like, okay. When it's like, oh, okay. So after taking course, if the course is not expensive, it's okay. But when the course is so expensive, then we expect to get something done, right? And then I was like, okay, so I have to artist. Then I just, it's just not me. Then I, I decide to come back to fitness again. And that's when I start uh, to be like, I told my husband that mm, I want to change a little bit. I don't want to go uh, to teach in a franchise fitness again, because sometimes I, I feel bad when, you know, to teach in fitness, uh, you have to be so punctual. You can't be late if you don't. You can't come to the class. You can find a cover. You can find other instructor. But then if you do that many times, then you may lose your clients. And in the big fitness center, um, they will count the number of your clients. And if you have less clients, then they're going to cut your class. And, and I feel like sometimes like I just can't because I have to see my son cry so I want to find more something more flexibility and you know when I teach Pilates teach yoga in all the course there is a pre postnatal there and I also have the clients who take pre postnatal course with me and then they they give me a good feedback that it's affect their, their life and then I was like oh so why don't I just take another course so I take a pre-postnatal corrective exercise specialist course yeah that's amazing so such a such a long journey you know yeah, starting yeah. from high school and going yeah. through whole pregnancy and having a baby and then getting back into that whole fitness again yeah before i used to dream um i i used to be a presenter of uh, one woman adidas campaign in, in Shanghai and I was in my fourth year of university and when I I represent Thailand and all people from Asia Pacific came in and they're all like probably in my age right now or in the 40 and they they just teach fitness for living and of course they, they do other business that involve with uh, health and wellness and then they have their husband and their kids come to support them standing there and I was like, this is like it's it's like a, a, a life that I want to have but how how I can like teach fitness in another 10 years do full time in fitness and then end up like this <laughs> but, 
but like life like it's a long journey like i have i just have to figure it out and in the end seem like fitness turned to be my full-time thing yeah that's that's amazing so so now you you also are a master trainer for bar intensity how did that's, you get into bar um, actually bar the definition of the bar in many franchises, they have different definitions. Some place they do yoga together with ballet. Some place they do yoga and Pilates. Some place uh, they do functional training. But in bar intensity, uh, we use functional training, Pilates, and um, dance. Which dance? It's what I have done for almost of my life. And Pilates is what I have teach for. 10 years and I loved it and go back to my stories um, even I teach fitness as part-time but I I was so young right so I will teach one in the morning I will go to the university or go to work after graduate and then I will have another two classes so I end up teaching three classes or two classes. And when I go to university or work, I do PR and marketing. I have to go to a lot of events. I want to look good all the time. So I will wear high heels like that. Right. right. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when I come back to sit in the office, I will sit there for about six to eight hours. And I... Actually, when I was 24, that is when I graduated, right? So I start to have knee pain already. But I told myself that it's not. But, but I wasn't the point that I can't go to the cinema. So the, the movie is two hours, right? So I can't sit for two hours. But when I sit and work in the office, I just sit and then stand up, go to the restroom, right? So that's fine. But just to sit still two hours, I can't. So was it because you were just really restless or why? <laughs> And that's what I think. That's what I th that is what I think that I teach too much. Ah, um, because in, um, I teach a lot when I was in third years and fourth year in the university because uh, at that time we just expand. We just expand body step, and and of course it's it it doesn't mean that those programs are not good. But because I thought that I am young. And people told me stretch. Nobody told me to take a supplement at that time. No one told me that. They would just tell me that don't forget. My, my dance teacher will always tell me that just um, don't forget to stretch. And that all I know. And um, at that time, then all of my boss in the fitness will be like, you just have to teach a lot. So, so then you can make a lot of money. Right? And, you know, I'm young. I don't think that I'm going to get hurt with that. Yeah, but then when I was 24, the symptoms start coming. And then after working in the office for long hour, the problem getting worse and worse. And with my last job, it's not only knee pain, but I also, because in my last job, I get promoted to be in a high level of management and the company want me to stop teaching because I have to travel a lot. So then I can travel. Then I, I, I have a pain that comes from my feet up to my neck right here. Mm -hmm. Until like my mom scared that 
that something bad gonna happen to me. And I take master degree at the same time, so it's all stress, right? So then uh, my husband, who was my fiance at that time, just told me that just just stop working and focus on your master degree, and let's fix your problem. That's what's wrong with you. Let's find the yeah. the solution. So. I went to see a lot of doctor. I went to see the doctor in Thailand. I went to see doctor and then I have to move to Vietnam with my husband. I went to see the best chiropractic in, in Vietnam and he even gave up on me because after doing the scan and try the treatment, even like he gave me the best treatment, best laser. And he said, oh, this one worked with my mom and my mom's 70 years old and she get better. Anyways, with me, it's not. I'm not getting better with all the treatments that he provide, and he gave up on me. Then I changed to go to see a sport medicine doctor, and by that time, doctor told me to stop. I have to stop teaching, and I can only teach Pilates. I can't even teach yoga because in yoga there are a lot of bending, and doctor found that I have a flat feet problem, which I don't know before in my life, and I knew that when I was 28. 29, it's, it's kind of too late, right? Because I did everything to ruin my back. I wear high heels to ruin my knees and ruin everything. So that's why the chiropractic gave up on me. Then when I go to see the sport medicine doctor in Vietnam, who treat a lot of um, athletes in Vietnam, like national athletes, and and he come right to the point. He, he pinch on, on my piriformis, my buttock, and... Um, Every time he will give me the, the injection and then I have to do the physical therapy. And I, I, I asked him, so how long I have to do this physical therapy? And he was like, I just have to keep doing it for whole of my life because I ruined it uh, 14 years ago. And now I have to keep doing it. And he told me that, he asked me first, what did you eat all of these years? Those 14 years in your fitness and your full-time job, um, what did you eat? I was like, um, at that time, I just want to lose my weight. Sometimes I don't eat, I don't, or, or I eat what I want to eat, but I don't care about nutrition because I want to eat what I want to eat. For example, I like cake, then for me to eat one cake, then I should not have my lunch and my dinner so I can eat one cake. Yeah, and nobody tell me to take supplements. And doctor was like, you need a supplement and you need a good supplement. You, you need a good nutrition. You need even like good food, not like, you know, noodles on the street or <laughs> you have to take care of yourself better than that. And if you can't do that, then you won't get better. Yeah, it's so kind of like... There's such a belief that, you know, it's calories in, calories out. If you're working out a lot, you can eat whatever you want. Lose the weight. I was fitness instructor, but I was chubby at that time. I was chubby because my metabolism is not that good back mm -hmm. at that time. But then when I have, when I have my baby, I start to focus more on my nutrition. Mm -hmm. But I don't exercise myself. I teach clients, but I don't do for myself. 
because I was like, oh, I don't have friends. Oh, I do it. I do it three times a week. But then I end up doing it only 10 minutes, which is not enough. But I really watch what I eat and it's changed my life a little bit, but still don't give me an effective uh, result that I want because I want to have natural birth and I can't. But then I train my clients and all of them can have natural birth. And I have a questions to myself like, why I can? And that's why I take a pre-postnatal course and then come back to bar so I can teach only Pilates and teach Pilates all the time, only one class. It's kind of boring. And, and in Pilates, when we do standing Pilates, it's actually bar. So Pilates is actually bar, but it's just a train right now in the world like, that's like bar, bar, everywhere we call bar, but it's actually Pilates. And uh, it's, it's also still new in Southeast Asia. Um, I would say that in Indonesia, it's boomed quite a long time already, also in Malaysia. But in Thailand, it's still new. Um, in Vietnam, it's still very new. I would say very, very new because even Pilates is very new. And um, I see that there are a huge opportunity here in, uh, in Southeast Asia for bar business. That's why I, I contact Bar Intensity and um, train. I get trained um, even with a different, the hour that different is to try to make it work. So then... I bring bar intensity programs to Southeast Asia and, and help to support uh, all fitness lovers or all people who want to teach bar. Because as a fitness instructor, uh, we all know that we have to invest a lot. Since, since, I told, since I told you that the education never ends, means that there are a lot of spending right there that we have to keep spending and spending and spending. So yeah. with bar, you see that the cost to invest is not that high and the result, the income is, is good. So that's why I think that, ah, so I can, you know, I can do something that I can add value to other people's lives by giving them education. Right. And, and is bar like easier on your joints? Yes. And bar is a low impact workout. So when we talk about low impact workout is whenever that your hands um, on the hard surface or one foot or two feet on the ground, it will be low impact. Even bar intensity, we have high intensity, but that more on um, cardio that good for your heart and more on the intense strength, bar burn, right? That we do uh, the repetition many times, many times. Anyways, there are a lot of knee bends in, in bar, as you see that because it's adapted from uh, functional training, there, there is squats, right? Or even like adapt from a dance ballet, there are a lot of uh, plie knee bend, there are a lot. And, and we have to do it many, many times. It can also cause the pain. But in bar fitness, all instructors, especially in bar intensity, we always tell them to do it with their highest fitness level. So the client's supposed to know 
their highest fitness level and they should know their own um, health issues. Like for me, when I teach, I will tell them all the time that this is the target that I want you to go. Like squat, I want the hips to be parallel to the floor, but if you have this problem or if you don't feel comfortable with your knees, then you just bend only a little bit or you just, just keep standing straight. So we have options. Even with, with me, I have to teach many classes. So I also tell the clients that this is the option that I'm going to take because I have knee problem. So they don't have to feel that they have to go very, very deep down there. Right. So, so mostly people will get injured in the exercise, especially all of knee bay, like squats, um, knee bay, lunge, because of uh, wrong weight distributions. Um, the imbalance of the body and loose of the core connection. Mm. And that's where Pilates, um, even yoga or corrective exercise come to play in that role. And bar intensity is actually kind of, um, the methods is quite, quite similar to corrective exercise. That's why I like it. Right. Yeah, because we, we did a bar workout in the U.S., right? Yeah. Like last, last year, we went there and we did try bar. And I think the fact that you can actually hold on to the bar and then you're doing the squats, I feel like there's more, more chances of you doing the, the exercise correctly than if you're doing yeah. it on your own with weight. You can connect your core because when you have something to hold on and then it's, it's help you better to connect the core because right here, the core is very important. Sometimes, um, I mean, all of the intensity exercises, even like hate those stuff, it's all good. But if you don't know how to connect and engage your core or even know where the weight distribution is supposed to be, you lose the weight. But then after that three months or six months, you get knees problem, you start to have knee pain. That's yeah. true, like we were doing functional training uh, while we were in uh, Jakarta. And within two to three weeks, my knees had started to hurt. And there were right. certain exercises, um, not necessarily like the squats and stuff, but the jumps and other jumps. that, yeah. And I would be like, why is my knee hurting? And, you know, somebody would just say that, oh, it's because you haven't done this before. But if it's repetitive and it's happening again and again, I just feel like it's something else that's causing it. That's right. It's, it's jumping can cause, like for me, I can't jump. If I jump, for example, if I go back to teach dance and I jump, then one class will cause me the pain for like four weeks. <laughs> Wow. And, and also the weight distribution is very important. Mostly people get injured because even like for me, when I teach before, before, before I train corrective exercise, we will put a lot of weight on the knees and ankles mm -hmm. and we carry a heavy weight, right? Yeah. Even when we, we carry the bar, we put all the weights to, to the knees, to the shoulder, but we don't connect the core. Mm. Our core is not strong enough. And, and, and now, 
the whole things will be changed if you know how to breathe correctly. So the breathing also will help to change. Like in, in pre-postnatal that I teach, we will use the breathing that we breathe through the diaphragm, through the ribcage here, instead of, you know, breathing uh, belly come out, right? And breathe out belly sucking in. Like when I, I teach singing, that is the way of teaching singing. Or even yoga, that is the way to breathe in yoga. But the way to breathe in Pilates or to connect the core is that we, we keep the core tight and we breathe, breathe in, we expand the ribcage out to the side mm. and we breathe out, keep the ribcage in so we can keep the core here tight the whole time. And then that core will connect with the pelvic floor, the hips, and we use that part to be a powerhouse to control the weight, even when you carry the, uh, the weight, a heavy barbell, and, and when you squat down, send the weight down to the hips, use the lower up to support, use the core to support, and then it's, you, will feel, uh, you will feel totally different. Right, that's awesome. So uh, what does pre-postnatal corrective exercise specialist mean? Means a person who takes care of uh, expecting mom and postpartum mom. Uh, in terms of <clears throat> expecting mom, we will use corrective exercise, which is the exercise that helps to balance the postures. Because you know, when even yourself, when we are normal like this, sometimes we don't know that our left shoulder may be weaker than right shoulder or our left shoulder um you know is lower than the right shoulder or our hips is not balanced mm. so in corrective exercise is the exercise that that the trainer will help to evaluate and do the assessment on the the body the muscles and then adjust the training that match with with the body with the muscles and balance it, bring it back. Because sometimes pain that happen, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pains, it can come from this imbalance. And with mom, there is a wave right here. So there are a lot of imbalance that happening right there. So that's why we use corrective exercise to train the mom. And uh, for my pre-postnatal corrective exercise, the main purpose is that to to help to create a healthy mom healthy from inside out from the mind and the body and to create a healthy baby and um, you might not know that the chronic chronic sickness or um, some sickness that happened with a baby it can come from the mom who is not healthy and if the mom exercise when the baby is inside, and that will help to, to build an immune for the baby as well. And even like there was a research, there was a research that come out that um, the baby who was inside the mom, I mean, the mom who exercise when they're pregnant, the baby will come out smarter than the mom who is not exercised. 
like same thing, same same thing with the mom who keep listening to the music, right? When they're pregnant, so then their baby will come out calmer than regular regular mom. So it's the same thing. And also for the mom who exercise um, during the pregnant period, it will help them to get less time during their labor period and less pain throughout their pregnancy and during the labor time as well. And there is a research come out as well that if you exercise enough, then you can have an initial birth with less pain. I definitely believe that because I know, uh, remember one of our auntie, she was, uh, when she was pregnant, she used to like mop her floor by sitting on the floor and holding the mop in her hand. And she would, so she's in that squat position the whole time, every single day, mopping the floor. And she had a big house. And when she had her baby, she literally like, she had no pain. She said, then the baby just like came right out. That's right. And then after they gave birth, then they recovered faster than the mom who never pregnant before. Mm -hmm. And the most important part is to help the mom gain a healthy weight, not overweight. Then the mom who gain a healthy weight that they can lose it easily. So means that the food that they take, it goes to the baby, right? Not turn to their fat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times it's like, you know, um, you're pregnant, you're eating for two. So just go crazy, have whatever you want. You mm -hmm. are going to put on weight. And yeah, there's whole, that, that whole thought system there. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, and, and people like, I, I used to train my clients and when she almost, um, giving birth and she will be like oh my due date is in the next two weeks so my husband won't allow me to come to train anymore because he afraid that uh, the baby will come out <laughs> but actually so so um because it means things in asia, in, in asia right with um, exercise by pregnant but in the u.s or in in europe uh people exercise the whole time and um there is a belief of, you know, healthy pregnancy through the exercise for a long time in Europe and, and in the U.S. So in the same class, there are the Western mom, European moms in the class, and she, and, and then another mom from Australia. Yeah. So both of them do until the day that they're going to go to the hospital. And they can, do, they, they have a natural birth and they even have less, less, is pain anyways like, um, for even people who sometimes like like for me asian mom who married with uh, americans uh so i'm small but my husband jeans are tall a bit then the baby cake will be big it can happen too that my cervix might not open enough for the head of the baby and I need to get the C-section. It's going to happen with most of the Asian moms. But if they exercise during, during pregnancy, then the pain from epidural will go away fast. And that happened with me. I don't exercise enough to get my natural birth. 
but I exercise enough to have a strong back that I can handle epidural. And I have pain from epidural only, I think two months, three months, and then it's gone. Wow. So it, it I can last longer than that? And up with lower back pain problems because of epidural. Wow. Do you have back pain problems? If you talk with all the moms, ask them, do you have back pain problems? They'll be like, yeah, I have back pain problems. Yeah, and we mostly, hear a lot of times about the back pain. That's definitely something that, you know, most moms would share that they have back pain. Carry the baby too, right? And if they do corrective exercise, they will, because corrective exercise and functional training, it's more on train you for the daily life activity. So instead of they going down, put the weight, put the weight of the baby on their shoulder or their knees, then they do squat properly and engage their core. And then they won't suffer much with their back pain. They know how to pick up the baby from the car seat correctly, right? And also another thing is that, you know how the moms always complain that my belly keep going out and it can't coming back. Like it's true. So for me, um, I don't have that problem. I exercise enough. And um, I think when I was five, my baby was five months. I already start come back to teaching Pilates to strengthen my core because I know myself that I need it. And if I have to do it by myself again, I won't get it done. So I better teach so that I, I can do it for myself, the whole class. I can't give up like before. So, so if we breathe correctly and uh, do the exercise correctly, then the belly won't, um, our belly, the weight will not take the gravity down. Mm-hmm. And, and the exercise, we will use the breathing and the core engagement to pull the belly up. Yes. So much to learn. <laughs> so there are a lot, a lot of like benefits from exercise during pregnancy. It's, it's wild me also, but, you know, I know that it's still new in our society. So we need yeah. to educate mom more and more. Yeah, definitely. We need more education about this topic because there is that belief that, you know, during pregnancy, you don't want to move too much. You don't want to like do a lot of exercise. So yeah, this is definitely good, good information. Right. So Nat, what, what do you think is the role of nutrition in fitness then? Nutrition play a big, big role in fitness, either you want to just exercise for your health. I just want to be healthy or even especially if you want to lose the weight. So then the nutrition play an important role. Like I told you before, I teach fitness, but I was choppy. I don't have a pack, a lie like I have right now because I think that I just eat less. But I don't think about nutrition. I don't think about that, mm-hmm. right? I just think that, oh, maybe I can have one jelly, I can have one cake, and then I don't eat anything, I will be fine. I thought like that. Um, but to lose the weight, the, 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 the most important 
thing is that first, right, you got to prepare the mindset, the mindset that get ready to, to put the mind on what you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Don't break the rules. And uh, then you should know that how much you should eat. And you should know that what you should eat, what you should not eat, and you should know when you should eat. And the most important thing is that, um, is that food provides you enough of nutrition. If not, then you need a supplement. I have never think that supplement is very important in life until, until I have my baby. Because then I have to think about another life inside my tummy. And I will go to search whatever, like the best supplement, because I know myself, I, I don't like eating that much. Um, I will eat for my baby, but only for my baby. And, and I have a bad morning sickness. So basically, whatever I eat, I throw up. I keep throwing up. I don't want to eat anything at all. So supplement come to play a big role. And of course, that after giving birth, I need a supplement to, to heal myself, right? Because as I say, I, I don't have a nutrition enough. And um, I would say that in my culture food, in Asian food, Sometimes we eat, we like to eat a lot, uh, a lot of rice. Sometimes we think that we eat vegetable enough, but it's still the nutrition right there is not enough. Like with me, right? Uh, nowadays, I, before I always suffer with uh, constipation problems, and I think that I eat vegetable and fruit, I eat it enough. <laughs> but it's not enough. <laughs> That's why I, I, I have that problem. So I need fiber. Then I have to go find fiber. And when I, I start to suffer with knee pains a lot, then I know that, okay, I will need glucosamine. I will need um, every, all five su- supplement that will help, um, will help my joints, will help my knees, will help with the pain. Um, sometimes supplement is something that I, I, I just tell myself that I should know better when I was in my 20 and I should start taking it back that time. Not like ruining myself when I was 20s and then figure it out in 28. It's kind of too late already. Same thing like when, when I learn about um, corrective exercise, right? It's the same thing with with I go to see physical therapy, I go to see chiropractic with my pain. Because here's another thing when I train corrective exercise, because I feel like I have to pay a lot of money to go to see physical therapy. So I feel that I give up the physical therapy every time because first I have to invest a lot to travel to go to see my physical therapist and I have to pay a lot during my session. And, and then, so I train corrective exercise so I can train for myself. And my master trainer told me that, look, you killed yourself for 14 years. And you think that you take supplement in this month, you come to do physical therapy or you do corrective exercise one month and you will get better. 
have to cover that. You ruin yourself for 10 years. So that means that you have to do physical therapy, corrective exercise, and take the supplement that will cover that 10 years. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, I start to realize that, oh yeah, nutrition is very, very important. And it's, it's important for my joints. It's important for, for my, uh, you know, to lose the weight, you know, um, yeah. And, and, and without watching what you eat or give a good nutrition to yourself, if you want to lose the weight, you can't lose the weight. Like for me, who keep exercising, but then I still need the supplement to, to build that uh, strength. When the body starts to feel like muscle pain, then we need more protein, right? And I cannot eat, I'm allergic to protein. I mean, like protein from chickens, from meat, I can't eat those stuff. If I eat too much of chicken, I can't eat steak, then I will have stomach ache. Right. Right. So then, but before I think that it's okay, I drink, um, I don't even drink milk because I'm allergic like, to lactose as well. So I also lack of the protein. But back that time, I will not think about that, right? That I need to, to get a supplement to replace it from, from what I lack of. Yeah, and, and that everybody in my family is so tall, and only me who's short, maybe. Yeah, yeah and I, yeah, back to nutrition, it's very important, especially like if you want to gain the muscles, then you have to you need the right nutrition. Um, like like for me, the constipation, I I need the nutrition that help me to detox myself, to cleanse myself yeah. every day. Otherwise, you know what happened to me. Uh, after I got checked, I used to work in the hospital, so I get the benefits that doctors scared that I'm going to have cancer, colon cancer, because I keep having a stomach pain. And my doctor was like, I think you need to do a colonoscopy. And she did that to me, and she found out that I have a double size of colon than the other people. And by the time I was like, I want to take a supplement. I don't want to take fiber. I eat vegetable enough. I told myself that. And then I end up like, okay, if you don't want that, doctor told me that. If you don't want that, then you have to, I have to take the medicine. I don't know what, what, what is it called? But at that time I have to order from the hospital. It's a liquid that after I drink, then I have to be in the toilet for like an hour oh to sit God. there. It's a process of cleaning. So I have to clean the whole colon twice a year. Right. Otherwise, all the food, because I have a long colon, so all the food, even I think that I eat vegetable enough, but if you see the portion that I eat, it's very small. So, mm -hmm. and my colon is very long. So basically, doctor said that it's stuck on the side. And then throughout the year, it keeps stuck, stuck, stuck. Stuck, 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 and then I can't go to the restroom. And that's and, and that's where fiber made a huge uh, like having a fiber supplement made a huge difference for you, right? Yes. So I can go every morning, and um, but with my husband, it's another different story. He tried to before he's a very um, muscle man, and you know after like stress, the age, and then it's hard, right? 
um, then it's hard for him to lose the fat on the abs. And after he takes fiber, and then he feel better on himself that that he feel flat. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Fiber for sure makes a huge difference. And it's like you have to have it every single time. That's right. You just have to find which one that match with you and um, good for you. It's, it's something that uh, people sell collagen everywhere, right? And you might think, that, oh, I can buy like the cheap one in drugstore. But would that help? It might only help with the skin. But the good one, a really good one, will help with your joints, your skin. So why you have to take many types of collagen if you can find something that already includes everything in one. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's actually research that shows that the majority of supplements that you just randomly pick up off the shelf, like a lot of them, when you take them, they, they don't even break down in your stomach. Let alone right. any benefit. And that was before like that, when doc, before doctors said that, oh, don't take supplement. You know, the raw food that you eat is the best because the supplement going to go to your liver. Yes, if you take the one that, <laughs> that made from yeah. and more than that probably powder in there yeah yeah quality is so important and i feel like you know when we are putting something in our body we just need to know that this is this is good quality and it's not like it's bioavailable it's good quality and uh yeah so important definitely and people always think that Oh, I will do that when I'm old. Now I will spend money on this and that. And then it's come to the end of the day that then when you turn 50, when you turn 60, yeah, you have money enough to spend on that. But is that too late? Mm, yeah. Do you want to be 50, 60 who's still healthy and strong? Like for me, right? I tell myself, like when my doctor told me that your knees from MRI, your knees are, and this is like, he's the best chiropractor from the US, and he told me, your knees are like the person who is in the 60s. And at that time, I was only 27. So now, I am 34, 35, then I think my knees is probably like person in, in 70 years old, if I don't take supplement. Mm. So, so I, I, I tell myself, like, why back at that time nobody tell me that? Hmm. Because at that time, no social medias. Yeah, and also in Asian countries, like even in India, we are from India, um, most of the people don't believe in supplementation. Hmm. Yeah. Like when I started in New Zealand, I was looking at the pills, like I got introduced to this really good quality company and I was looking and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to eat these very. That was my first question. And then the second was, what's going to be the side effect in, let's say, right. 10 years time? If the product is good quality, you don't have to worry about that. But if, you, if the quality, you're not sure about it, then it always stays at the back of your head. That, you know, what's going to happen in 10 years time if something else shows up, like some other problems come up or, you, you know, your liver is damaged or your kidneys are like damaged. So, yeah. Right. And your health is it's very, very important. Yeah. I mean, you, you only realize that uh, there's a problem once the problem is actually there. So I think 
like having, uh, you know, conversations like what we're talking about is so important because, uh, you know, for people that are not aware of it, they can actually pay attention now. Like, you know, yes. was saying our knees started hurting when we were doing the uh, high intensity workouts. We like when that started happening, we, we were like, OK, stop, you know, <laughs> stop, relook at what we're doing, what we're what's working, what's not working rather than keep going, keep going until it's just, you know, complete breaking point And you can't return from there, you know. Right. If, even like when, when you look back to like, how do you jump? When you jump and when you come down to the ground, which part that you attach to the floor, we might have to look through that. Or sometimes it's ourselves or not, it's our health or not. Like for me, right? I don't even know that, oh, I have flat feet, I should have jumped. <laughs> so, Nat, what's your advice for people that are like doing high intensity workouts? For people who like to do high intensity workout, what I suggest is that number one, you if you start to have pain, if you start to feel pain, like I told you first, uh, step back, look back a bit, or go to talk with your personal trainer that, oh, I start to have the pain here, so then your personal trainer can help to do the assessment on your movement that, oh, is your knees in the right place or not? Mostly people will have a problem in all squats that their knees go over their toes and that pull the knees or do they do you stretch enough people always keep saying this you think that oh, i stretch i stretch you stretch so you work out 60 minutes you stretch three minutes <laughs> true yes so <laughs> means that if you work out 60 minutes you need 60 minutes stretch mm. wow so and 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 most of people who love high intensity they will have the stiffness and then they will be like i can't stretch i can't stretch because they're stiff i, I think like for me there is no can't work right even like trying to, to build that flexibility to let the joy you know, mostly all the pain in our body, it's come from from the uh, fascia, which is the layer above the muscle. It's everywhere. And that's where the, the pain and the tightness come from. And, and when we stretch, we hydrate that fascia to release that pain. Same thing when we massage, we also release that fascia. Mm -hmm. So if you love high intensity first, Stretch enough, uh, drink enough water. If you don't like to stretch, maybe massage can be your uh, options. But if you can do both, that's perfect. And um, look at your nutrition. There is a lot of nutrition that will help um, to build your strength, build your muscles. Um, the nutrition that will help to relieve the pain and to help to build the water and um, the nutrition that help to to hydrate the joints right so you treat your joints well too if you want if you want the high intensity your joint work a lot so 
this take care of your joints. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's the, that's the only way to maintain um, carrying on doing those workouts that you really like is if you really take care of your joints. I'm 30. I'm 25. I don't have to take care of my joint. I'm, I'm healthy. Nah. You better prevent instead of <laughs> instead of curing in the end. So, uh, what would you, you know, any sort of last uh, advice for somebody that's starting on their fitness journey? Like, is there any specific uh, system that you recommend? You know, like nowadays, especially during this uh, pan, um, the during the time that people have to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Right, there are a lot of people who who start to to think about love themselves more right now, and there are a lot of people who like today I just received the text from my friend that oh I follow your IGs I see you do a lot of exercises I think I received like, two phone calls today, and and they said the same thing you motivate me so much but I can't get out of my bed. <laughs> And I tell both of them the same, like, I don't do this for you guys to just like lie down and watch me and <laughs> smile. No, I don't want that. So I would say that to start things in fitness, number one is you have to learn how to, to win yourself first, to get out of the bed, to do it, set up the rules from yourself how many hours you want to do, no matter what exercise you want, you start to tell yourself that, okay, I am going to do 30 minutes, five days a week. I am going to do 60 minutes, three days a week. So maybe you give yourself an hours per week that I'm going to do exercise this amount per week and then they can break it through. Like, if I stop exercising for a long time and I want to come back to exercise, I will give myself like, okay, today I'm going to do 20 minutes. And this, this month I will start with only 20 minutes. And I have to win that first. For people who is very new in fitness, once you win yourself, then second thing is um, make sure that all of the move is correctly. If you start to feel pain after three months, then you should look at yourself, do the assessment for yourself or contact your personal trainer or your instructor, ask for the, the problems that where your pain, pain is. Mm-hmm. And especially if you already know yourself that if one side of your body or one part of your body is imbalanced, or if you know yourself that, oh, I am a right-hand person, so then your left will be weaker, so then work more on the side that weak. That's awesome. So where can, where can people find you and connect with you, Nat? You all can follow my Instagram, my IG account, uh, name Nat. It's pretty long. Nat in A T underscore N A T T A underscore M O M. Right. And I'll put that in the show notes as well so that people can access that. And okay. you have some beautiful workouts there. So definitely I would recommend everyone to check those out. 
All right, well, thank you so much, Nat. It was wonderful to have you here. We got to learn so much, and I'm sure that everyone that's going to watch or listen to this interview is going to get a lot of value from this. So thank you. Thank you for your time as well. Thank you for listening to the Glamour and Purpose podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Glamour and Purpose. You can also get our most popular lifestyle meal plan on our website at www.glamourandpurpose.com. And if you liked this episode, please leave us a review. We will see you on our next episode. Bye for now.